Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scale It Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Zefa, as always. And in the ongoing efforts of this podcast to get amazing education experts, amazing education, educational YouTube content creators, edtech entrepreneurs, we are continuing that trend today with this episode. And the guest today goes by Professor Dave. His name is Dave Farina. And he is a bona fide YouTube educational star. He has a following of over 80,000 subscribers right now on YouTube. And I'm sure that's going to continue to grow and grow because his content is amazing. So let me just quickly give you a little background on who Professor Dave is. And then we will begin the discussion. So Professor Dave received a BA in chemistry from Carleton College and performed graduate studies in both synthetic organic chemistry and science education at Cal State Northridge, receiving an MS in the latter in 2018. He also taught for about a decade in various high schools and undergraduate settings, specializing in organic chemistry, but also teaching general physics, uh, chemistry, and biology. Now his student, I'm sorry, not his student, his channel is a one-stop shop for all sorts of things science-based. But the cool thing is, it's not just going to end there. He's actually expanding it, growing it to cover everything you can imagine. He's he's going to have math content. He's going to have history content. So he's really on a mission to provide as much free and amazing, super high quality content as possible. And really, I encourage you guys after listening to this to it. You, again, you can check the show notes and I'll provide a link to his YouTube channel. But his YouTube channel is just ultra high quality as far as the production value though his delivery and all that stuff. And he's definitely got the expertise to back it up. So without further ado, Professor Dave, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So let's just first, I just want to know your story a little bit. How did you get into education? Um, what well, kind of roundabout way, to be honest, I, I uh, all throughout my 20s, I was really focusing on music. I was trying to um, become successful with music, but um, as most people know, music doesn't really pay at all. So the only way I could really sustain myself was to uh, teach. Uh, it was really the only thing I was good at was like explaining science to people. So uh, I substitute taught, I tutored, um, worked my way up through there, eventually got a really cool gig uh, teaching organic chemistry at this uh, trade university. So I did that for about four years. And um, I really enjoyed that class. I enjoyed teaching that class and I got really good at it. Um, I got really good at just delivering these explanations, uh, you know, over and over again. And, uh, eventually I lost that job, um, which was frustrating, but I had all of these lectures that I was really proud of. So I just decided I'm going to put them online and, you know, just because, you know, I don't want them to fade into the ether. I want these explanations to just, I wanted to document them and just let other people see them and uh, people, people appreciated them. And so I just kind of kept going from there. So, um, I sort of, I guess you could say by accident, 
uh, got to where I am with education. Now, when I look at your your current content, it's it looks like you, you're you're involving uh, animation, green screens, like er, music. Everything is just super professional. Were the first videos that you created? I mean, we always learn as we go along. Were they at that same mm-hmm. caliber of production quality? Or? No. So yeah. So the first stuff I put up was these organic chemistry lectures that I that I just mentioned, and uh, I just delivered them to camera. I was just standing uh-huh. there with a whiteboard, and I basically recited them pretty much from memory as I had been delivering for the prior four years. Uh, so that was, that was not very high. Product. I mean, I, I still got decent audio and decent picture and everything. Um, but I just put them up and people were like, these are, this is great. And so from there, then I did, uh, the next thing I did was general chemistry. Uh, and I made the decision to do green screen and animation and everything. And, um, and then I've just, kind of, I mean, that's the format I've stuck with since then. Although I feel that the, the, the quality of all of it has continued to improve. I see. And do you do all the animation and everything yourself? I do. Yeah. I, I had a buddy help me at first. So the general chemistry tutorials, uh, those are a friend of mine. Uh, he helped me out with, uh, with those animations, but I kind of watched him uh, over that time period and sort of learned and he gave me a few tips and I, I took it over from there. So for the biochemistry, uh, that was the first one that I animated, and then the classical physics, modern physics, and uh, you know, from now on, I'm I'm doing it all myself here. That's very cool. Um, I want to just jump back to one thing you said earlier because it's just a commonality that I think the two of us have. But you mentioned that you at one point were really interested in music, and it's the same goes for me. What were what instrument or what what did you what was your musical passion? Uh, just bands. I mean, I, I grew up playing classical piano, but then in college I switched over to drums and uh, played in a bunch of bands uh, in, in college as a drummer. And then I moved out to the Bay Area and uh, was playing in a bunch of bands out there. I actually dropped out of grad school for the first time uh, up there to, to pursue music uh, and then moved down to Los Angeles uh, with a band to continue playing music and have played in a bunch of bands here. I'm still in one. Um, and uh, so drums and uh, now I'm starting another project where I'll front on synth. So music still, you know, it, it's it's still the dream, to be honest. It's just gotten shifted to the B plan because this, uh, you know, this the Professor Dave stuff seems to actually be leading somewhere. So I've, I've uh, divested the majority of my efforts to it. Well, you're really good at it, and you're—I mean—the channel speaks for itself. Just out of curiosity, have you ever thought about infuse or making science-based songs or things like that? I mean, maybe maybe you have some, and I missed it, but I. A lot of people ask me that. Um, I kind of hate those, <laughs> to be terribly honest. Um, I mean, it's not out of the question, uh, but it's not. I'm not, basically, I'm just not so interested in edutainment. You know what I mean? Like, I I love music, and I love humor, and I love all of these things, but when it comes down to making my content, for whatever reason, I just, I'm really just interested in in explaining the the meat of it. You know, I just, this is what you should know, and here it is. And um, I don't know why that, yeah, that just seems to be where my passions lie. I'll totally understand. Yeah, I mean, and 
it's a it's an individual thing for everybody and whatever gives you enjoyment whatever is is conveying the message obviously you're doing a lot of things right uh, i do infuse music into some of my videos i don't know if you've seen any of the scale of learning math music videos but i really enjoy it it's just, it's a ton of fun mm-hmm. um but no I, I totally understand where you're coming from so tell us uh, let, let's jump into your channel a little bit when somebody come, now I, I know you mentioned i think in your about page that this channel can be for really anybody it can be for anybody just wanting to brush up or learn new things that they never really understood perhaps as an adult mm-hmm. or for high school students coming and they want to prepare. I want to, let's, let's focus on the high schoolers. So they're coming and they need to prepare for a test in a particular science subject. How do they navigate your site and how do they, how do they go about learning? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, my content, it's definitely laid out. It really follows academic curricula. So, so it's, it's, Students can take advantage of it. They can go to the homepage. Let's say you're in high school chemistry. You can click on the general chemistry playlist, and it's got most of the topics you're going to learn and in roughly the sequence that you'll learn them. So if you're talking about, you know, Le Chapelier's principle or something, you know, here's the tutorial on that. And it's pretty much what you did, what you did, what, what your teacher talked about the whole class in about five minutes. So it's meant to just be, it's there for you, whether it's, to watch before class or to review after class, you know, depending on how effective your teacher is. Um, so it's definitely, I follow the academic curricula because I feel that those curricula do properly outline the topics that one should learn. Um, however, I kind of try to ride that line whereby I offer enough depth that students find them very useful to go over the, um, you know, the fundamentals, but they're not so involved and so complex that normal people can't watch them too. I, my, my real, my true goal, you know, right, right now it's pretty much all students watching my content, which is great. I love helping students, but I would be over the moon if a considerable portion of the public would say, Hey, you know what? I know literally nothing about chemistry. Maybe I can just watch this playlist. It's about three hours long. And it summarizes a year of high school chemistry. And in three hours, I'll, I'll, know, I'll know a bit more. You know what I mean? And they don't have to retain all of it. Um, but just if people would, it's, I'm basically providing all the content. This is what I think everyone on Earth should know about chemistry and physics. And, and if we all knew this, man, things would be a lot different, you know. It's funny too because you can. So I just watched, you know, I, I in particular one of your videos that I watched that I really liked was one on significant figures, just because it's something that always caused me a bit of confusion. I really like the way you explained it. But here's the thing: you could you could have that easily. A, a lot of adults or people beyond that, just for pure. For, for fun purposes, but I think what would be really useful or really valuable for adults who have kids, especially kids in middle school and high school, to do exactly what you just said because, I mean, look, I tutor kids and I work with kids all the time and I think that's an amazing thing, but sometimes I think part of the reason why parents can't or can't jump in or feel more comfortable hiring a tutor is because they're a little out of rhythm, so you have a resource like that where you can summarize and do things in an engaging way a parent can brush up and then they, they can maybe even jump in and help their kids. I mean, is that, do you see things like that happening with parents, uh, the parents of students? Sure. I mean, I, I, that hadn't really specifically occurred to me, but I mean, whether an adult is brushing up to help their own child in, in their, in school or just to 
you know, broaden their worldview. I mean, really any, anything you want it need this information for, it's basically like if here's a chemistry textbook, well, most people are not going to sit down and read this chemistry textbook, but how about if I summarize it for you? I know which ones are the, are the bits that you need to know more than others. And, uh, there's some pretty pictures and, you know, watch two or three a day and in a month you'll, you'll have it. So, you know, have you ever thought about making a complete prep course for, let's say, for AP exams, like AP chemistry, AP biology, et cetera? I mean, I, I consider my courses as they are pretty reasonable, uh, pretty reasonable prep, um, just in the way that they go over fundamentals. I think that if you truly understand the fundamentals, then whatever question you're getting, whatever the format, multiple choice or whatever, um, will, will become very simple. Um, I suppose it's possible that I could put out some clips that are specific to, you know, a particular test at, at one point or another, but I'd probably just end up referring everyone to the initial content-based tutorial because if a question says something about acids and bases, um, you know, I've probably covered it in my acids and bases clip. Um, so yeah, I think pretty much as is. <laughs> I noticed that in a lot of your content, you're funny. I mean, you're probably a naturally a funny guy. Why do you choose or what, what is it about infusing a little bit of humor into the videos? Why do you find that or how do you find that to be especially engaging with your students? Or have you heard any feedback like, yeah, I, it just it's more fun. And that way I remember more. Now, this is fascinating to me because I I am a I'm a very silly person and I love comedy, like passionately, like I'm a comedy connoisseur. Uh, however, um, I, I didn't try to put anything funny in my clips whatsoever. So perhaps it just like subconsciously got in there, but I, I'd be very curious to know what did you see that you thought was funny? Right. It's not like, it's not like you're telling jokes per se. I, it's like, it's your, it's your energy, I guess. Maybe, maybe uh-huh. funny is not even the right word, but it's, it, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, you, it, it reminds <laughs> me a little bit of, of. No, I don't even want to make that comparison, but it reminds me of certain like different TV personalities where your energy level, your excitement and kind of the way the way you put things. I don't know. For me, it's mm-hmm. maybe entertaining is a better word than than funny. But I, well, that's some- great. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good compliment. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It, yeah, maybe I'm just so naturally silly that it just is slightly exuded somehow i'm not sure so what are do you have any interesting anecdotes? i'm sure you have tons because you have so many followers but what are some things that students have said to you as far as big breakthroughs or connections that they've made from watching your channel uh not so many i mean i get a lot of thank you i get it now you know as in terms of comments most more people are concerned with like commenting on my appearance and things like that um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is very nice. It definitely several times a day, I'll get a comment that's like, Oh, this is, I didn't get it when my teacher explained it for an hour, but I, I watched this and, and now I get it. Thank you. Yeah. So that, that feels good. Awesome. Now let's say fast forward two years, three years, somewhere in the future, where do you see, what do you see the future of your channel? So uh, I have pretty lofty goals. Um, they probably sound absurd to anyone outside of my own inner monologue, but, um, I, I really, truly intend to try to make the, the, the most effective self-education resource 
uh, in existence. Um, I intend to continue through uh, every academic subject I can, or, or, or all of them would be the goal, uh, literally everything, and then try to inspire people uh, to use it. Um, <laughs> my, I would love it if I could use the channel as a platform to become more involved publicly, um, be it talks and debates and that kind of thing and just try to steer attention to the channel and get people to just take it upon themselves to, to learn a little bit, you know, to spend an hour a week just learning something, you know, to, whether it's science or history or economics or whatever it is that um, you think you're missing a little bit in your, in your brain space. Well, it's really cool because you're doing it all. I mean, you're literally putting it all out there as free content on YouTube, which is phenomenal. And that does seem like a big goal, but I can tell this is your, I mean, this is your main, this is your big thing. You love it. So I have no doubt that you'll absolutely achieve that. Another interesting thing that I see that's so common with a lot of my students. So I I teach and I also, I'm a teacher and I'm also a tutor. So I have a lot of students and, and actually I live in Los Angeles as well, but a big thing that I notice with all my students nowadays is they're all super interested in starting their own YouTube channel. And it can be on some actually want to do it on education topics. Some kids want to do it on how to make slime. Some kids want to, you know, all sorts of different things. What advice do you have for somebody who's just starting out uh, and wants to make a YouTube channel? What are the first few things that they should take heed of just to get the ball rolling? Ooh, um, like education specific or literally anything like even a blogger type of a thing. I mean, I, I say, uh, every in general, just for a general uh, mm-hmm. a YouTube mm-hmm. channel. And then if you have more specific advice, let's hit that too. Um, let's see. I'm not, I, I'm very disconnected from the majority of the YouTube community. Uh, but I guess just in, t- I, really the only advice I would give would be in terms of quality and presentation. I mean, make sure that you know what your channel is. Um, there's definitely a lot of beginner channels that are like, I'm vlog. No, I'm DIY. No, I'm reviews. Um, it's probably better to just kind of pick something and, and brand brand as heavily as possible. Um, just sort of, there needs to be an aesthetic. There needs to be a visual, you know, a visual aesthetic. And, um, and then beyond that, just, uh, quality, you know, get at least, uh, you know, a moderate audio quality, video quality. And, uh, and I guess that's a start. <laughs> I, I think the biggest challenge that I see is students just getting into a groove, being consistent. How did you overcome that hurdle? Yeah, I, I get a lot. I, yeah. A lot of people ask me about that cause I, I post, uh, one a day and, um, wow. a lot of people, especially educational channels, are, are they're they're flabbergasted <laughs> by that they're like you know doing one or two a month and um i guess i have a little bit of an advantage in that when i make content so for example right now i'm, I'm releasing math content and uh, that works a little bit differently from a channel that is slightly more edutainment because they have to think of one-off topics so they think of oh there's an eclipse coming up i'll do one on the eclipse and then here's another idea whereas for me I'm doing math. I'm doing all, all the math from third grade arithmetic to differential equations. So I, by, by having the idea of doing math, I now have 150 tutorials right there to, to do. 
to write. And uh, there, so my content is a little bit less stressful in terms of coming up with what to do because you know, we, we all know how a math curriculum goes. You know, I need to do these algebra topics and these geometry topics and these trigonometry topics. So I just spend about two, three, I think it took me about three weeks to write all of them. And then I shoot them all in one day or two days, three days max. I actually just uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, I was at YouTube studios shooting. And, um, and then I just kind of rapid fire edit and animate them. So, uh, I'm sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> well, yeah. So it's it's that you basically you did answer it. I, the the issue that I see with a lot of my students when they're trying to start a YouTube channel is just staying consistent. Now you you mentioned the fact that hey, the way you do it, you have an endless source of idea, essentially an endless source of ideas for content right. because you're following this sort of. I mean, there's just it's all there. You just you just got to right. get out there and make it. I think, mm-hmm. but also part of that question is it's just like. Maybe it's a bit of a psychological thing. It's like once you get the once you get the momentum, it's easy. You know what I mean? But it's they always have, seem to struggle at the beginning. Like they make one and then they kind of fall off and then they try. You know what I mean? So do do you have yeah. any tips for how to beat that psychological part? The one tip that uh, I mean, I don't know if it applies to everyone. It certainly applies to me. But I batch everything and I batch by task. So uh, I I spent about two months writing all my biology tutorials, uh, all my, uh, math tutorials. Um, I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote, and then you shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. So I did two days last month and three days this month, 12 hour days. So now I have basically enough to batch animate. It's going to take me probably three or four months to do all this. And I work maybe 10, 12 hours a day, uh, you know, about six days a week. And, just, just you should remain hyper focused on one element of what you're doing for an extended period of time, because if you can start to get that sort of assembly line mentality going on, then once you get to the end of the assembly line, now all of a sudden, you know, like for example, when I'm done with this phase, I'll have about 150 tutorials to release. So that gives me, you know, releasing those one a day gives me plenty of time to think of what to do next, write it, go shoot it. In fact, I'll have some time off in between probably all that, who knows if I'll take it. I'll probably just keep going. I think that's a great idea. I actually hadn't thought about that. So I'll definitely pass that along and students, parents, if you're listening, remember that batching. I think that's a great suggestion. Professor Dave, this has been awesome. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Do you ha- if people want to reach out to you or contact you or check out your channel, how can they do that? Yeah, uh, so it's ProfessorDaveExplains.com or on YouTube. Just search Professor Dave Explains, and you can email me at ProfessorDaveExplains at gmail.com. Awesome. All right, so if you missed that, obviously you can rewind and check it out again, or you can go to the show notes and get all the information. Everything that Professor Dave just provided will be in the show notes. You can check out the show notes at scalarlearning.com in the podcast section. And of course, if you haven't done so yet, make sure to follow Scalar Learning on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, we have a YouTube channel as well, so make sure to check that out. Thank you guys so much for joining. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so. Weekly episodes are dropping every Monday. So stay tuned for more awesome, awesome guests like Professor Dave. 
that's it for today. I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Skinner, learning, give me that skin.